Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mark Prater Podcast, where our aim is to connect our global family of Sovereign Grace churches with our executive director. Uh, Mark, I noticed that you're wearing some Winona Lake Christ Covenant swag on the hat. Sh- shout out to Winona Lake. Uh, yep. But apart, apart from that, um, you're preparing for next week, another leadership team retreat uh, by way of reminder and people that follow this podcast know you guys have three retreats each year. This is the second one of the year. You had one back in February, I believe. This will be the second one of the year. Um, talk to us about leadership team retreats. Talk to us about why you have these retreats even. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, I would probably wear any Sovereign Grace Church swag if, if guys want to send yeah. them to me. That's a that's an, an, an unashamed ploy or tactic to try to get more swag. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to wear Christ Covenant Church uh, in Winona Lake, a Sovereign Grace Church in Winona Lake, Indiana. So yeah, a shout out to them. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it's time for another leadership team retreat to remind our listeners who have uh, mentioned this to uh, before uh, on previous podcasts. We do three retreats per year. Uh, we do them because we're just spread out geographically as a leadership team. And so we're we're able to you know get a lot of work done over Zoom meetings, but it's just good to be together uh, for a retreat where we can have um, uh, longer, more strategic discussions. And there's time that allows for that. It also allows us to con- continue to build relationally um, because team ministry is important to uh, Sovereign Grace. It's it's one of yeah. our our values. And uh, this retreat uh, will be uh, next week. And so when this um, podcast drops in your inbox on Monday. Please pray because it's that. It'll start the next day on Tuesday and go through Friday. And we've done something uh, recently as a leadership team. We're just experimenting with this year. And that is um, all the guys on the leadership team come to the first retreat, typically in February. And then they've given me the latitude to decide who comes to the other two retreats so that not all the guys have to travel to every retreat we're just mindful of everything else they got on their plate. So for this particular retreat, it's going to be a little bit smaller group. It's going to be me, uh, Jeff Perswell, John Payne, and Dave Taylor, who's coming all the way from, from Sydney for, for the retreat. And so be praying for us. Um, the guys that don't attend, they see the agenda. I said they've already received it, uh, actually, and can weigh in on any, on any issues. And we wouldn't make any big decisions without the rest of the team involved um, anyway. Sure. So... Uh, it's something that we're trying and, and we're looking forward to seeing how it works. So please pray for our retreat next week, if you would. Yeah, we will do that. Um, what are what are you going to be covering this time as uh, as you discuss stuff? Well, we have a full agenda. I always typically go into a retreat with more than we can cover. And yet being flexible with the schedule, with the agenda, because um, we believe that God will lead us and that mm-hmm. the spirit of God will lead certain conversations down roads. Maybe we didn't anticipate. And sometimes those can be the most fruitful conversations. So I'm not rigid about the agenda. Always have more than we cover, but have an agenda where we've got to talk about, uh, I think, a number of things related to just all the good things that are happening in sovereign grace right now. And one of those is just um, our, our global expansion. We We just did some uh, some work, Dave Taylor and I, about the next five years. Uh, Rich Richardson did this for Latin America as well. Um, just trying to get our hands around what does it look the next five years look like and what will that require in, in terms of funding and staffing and those kind of things. And um, if, if, if plans go as we uh, anticipate without being presumptuous and only by the grace of God, 
uh, there is the, the the possibility that we'll go from 90 churches uh, in 20 presently to uh, 240 churches by the end of 2028. <laughs> um, so it's it's kind of crazy um, churches yeah. that we will either adopt or plant uh, throughout the world, including um, the United States. So we're trying to get our hands around that. So I've just dedicated a, a session. It's where we're going to start, actually, just entitled taking another look at our global strategy. Um, mm. And what I mean by that is, what is it? Are we on the same page in terms of what we're trying to build? What is it we're trying to build? Uh, I think what we're trying to build is a, a global multi-generational uh, family of churches that partner together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world uh, for the glory of God alone. And Amen. if that's what we're trying to build, then there's certain strategies that we have. And um, those define really what the leadership team should be given their time to. So uh, it, it, that if, if we agree on the strategies and we're going to take a look at those again, do our plans, do our tactics, if you can use that word, are they in concert with our strategy so that our work is a focused work that will best serve our churches? And I use words like strategy and tactics. Those are man-made words, um, yeah. but they're they're helpful in, in doing some planning ahead, uh, all the while recognizing uh, God has full reign and full mm -hmm. rule, and he will lead us in the way that he wants. And so- yeah. Whatever we put together, we will um, put together with a sense of flexibility and adaptability because we want God to lead us. So you can be praying for that discussion in particular. And with the, um, you know, with the churches that we might add, there's there's more work to do. So a whole conversation about how do we get the work done and what does that look like for us in terms of deploying more men into ministry and do they have time? Uh, it's, it's, it's talking through all of that. We've got a discussion about establishing what we're calling global centers, uh, where they, they are, they're kind of like mission bases, like um, the, ch the church in Antioch uh, was in, in Acts chapter 13, for example, where we've got key leaders um, mm -hmm. and where they have the potential to, ho ho to house a pastor's college and host conferences and equip pastors. Mm -hmm. So obviously one of those is in Louisville, where we've got a facility to, to do that and the pastor's college is there. But we're looking at places like Manila, Philippines, where Jeffrey Joe is, or Diona Thomas in, in Liberia, Michael Granger in, in Ethiopia, Carlos Contreras in, in Juarez, uh, who already has a facility that, that you know hosts conferences and can house uh, residents and interns. So we're going to have a whole conversation about that because we want to invest into those key strategic centers. Uh, we've got a whole conversation related to... Um, uh, what I've what I've entitled as mature leadership, and uh, I read a blog post recently by Samuel James entitled "Does Maturity Still Matter?" and um, he he begins with a quote from uh, a guy by the name of Mark Sayers who's written a, a book on leadership, essentially that's entitled "A Non Anxious Presence." And I'm thinking about dedicating a, a complete separate podcast to this. But essentially, what this book is saying is that. Um, in our world today that is more connected online through social media, et cetera. One of the, the results of that is that we're living in a more complicated, chaotic, uh, emotionally charged world. And so how do leaders respond to that? And there can even be pressures that churches feel or institutions feel as a result of that. And he just makes a case for leaders 
who have a non-anxious presence, they will have the most leverage. And I, you know, I would equate it to uh, biblically to, and this is a, a Christian, so it, it's I'm not criticizing the book in terms of his term, but it, it's the it's the leader, it's the pastor who is who is faithful, who is not anxious, who who trusts God, and just mm-hmm. continues to to do what God has called him to do, and doesn't overreact to. Uh, those emotionally charged situations, but continues to have a, to keep his nerve and to move forward in trusting God. So we're going to have a whole conversation about that, that I'm really looking forward to just to evaluate how we're doing. Uh, how are we doing with that issue in sovereign grace? Uh, Dave Taylor is going to take us through one more revision of an unreached people's group uh, proposal in oh, terms great. of what does sovereign grace do in reaching uh, those that are, are unreached. And then, uh, let me just, I got so much more. Uh, let me mention one other, uh, a, a topic I've entitled generational transfer. And so what I've uh, asked my assistant, Aaron Rodano to do is to give me statistics on what are the number of pastors that we have by age group in their 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, and 20s. And uh, so I've got those numbers. And uh, if you look at the next five to 10 years, there's going to be generational transfer occurring. Um, not just in senior pastor transitions, but pastors on staff. And so how do we help churches prepare to that, for that? Is there anything we can do to equip them for that? So we've got a whole conversation about that as well. So that and much, much more we have planned. And uh, our, our prayer, and this is the way you can pray, and when this drops into your inbox on Monday, ask God to give us wisdom and to lead us by his spirit in a way that we make decisions that best serve our family of churches because that's our heart we we exist to serve the pastors and churches of sovereign grace and that those decisions would ultimately lead to the glory of god and the furtherance of his mission to save the lost so please pray for us because we desperately need your prayers and we desperately need god's help well thanks for for that update uh it one thing seems clear to me whenever you give us an update about the leadership team and the way you guys are going about uh, sacrificially serving and strategizing and planning is that you do so in a way that is God-centered and biblically informed. And so grateful for the strategic way that that all the guys in the leadership team are thinking and playing together, um, but even more grateful for the way that it's discernible that you're seeking to glorify God and serve us through what you do. So thanks. We'll be praying. Thank you to all the guys in the leadership team that make the kind of sacrifices to go to retreats uh, in, in the midst of busy lives of ministry and family. Uh, so we'll be praying for you guys, and we'll see you here, Lord willing, next week. Bye for now. Thank you for watching. If you have questions or comments, Mark would love to hear from you. For more videos like this, hit subscribe on YouTube or by email at markkprater.com.